0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast brought to you by the Del Norte County Office of Education. I'm Jeff Harris, Superintendent of Schools for Del Norte. And today um, we are focusing this edition on performing arts in Del Norte County. So joining me today are Katie Pena. Hi, how are you? Colin Kirkwood. Hello. Sarah Rogers. Hi. Hi and you want the man who needs no introduction Dan Sedgwick. Well they can't see me so they'll need something. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, yeah, face for radio. So um as we kind of go ahead and move on um you the 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 four of you really represent I think almost every performing art that we have in the county, right? Um vocal, instrumental um it's pretty wide ranging what you have your fingers in. So why don't each of you just, just tell folks a little bit about the breadth and the depth of what you do. Because I think when people think about band, some people just have like, a static image in their head or they think about choir but i think it's a lot more than that right i mean what 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 is dance at del Norte high what is music at an elementary school so um, if you wouldn't mind just maybe stating your name uh, again um, telling what it is that you do and talk about the classes that you teach and anybody can jump in first
1: Uh, my name is katie pena i teach dance at the high school Um, i teach Dance 1, Dance 1 Advanced, Dance 2, and Dance 3. Uh, my level 1 classes are typically uh, majority freshmen. And they learn basic dance skills, uh, mostly ballet terminology is the basis of what we learn. And then they learn how to be, how to be creative and how to choreograph movement. Um, my program is based on the idea of uh, students creating pieces to put into a show. So that starts... In ninth grade mm-hmm. and typically they build skills until their senior year and they put uh, two major productions together a year um, and then all my classes are in my spring production but just dance two and three and dance One advanced are in my winter production um, but they they learn a lot of skills and they learn about musicality and they learn about counts and um, they, they learn a whole bunch of different combinations and different styles of dance and uh yeah i don't know so 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 katie how many
0: it's interesting so you you know one of the things that i always heard about high school which i know you guys really have overcome this a lot but i used to hear it over in the valley kids don't have enough time in a schedule to be able to take electives for four years right they're trying to slam through electives but you have a lot of kids that actually go four years at dance
1: i do they love it they make it work yeah I honestly don't know how they do it. Um, a lot of them take college classes so that right. they can make up for uh, certain credits that they need still. Um, but the kids that are that are in it are are in it. They're committed. They're committed. Yeah, yeah they're not going to give up. So um, that's never really usually an issue where right. I lose kids that really want to continue. Yeah. So
0: well, and it's cool. And I just thought you happened to just kind of off the cuff mention it, but I think it's very different than a lot of a lot of people's perceptions, right, of what right. it could be. Because again, they're committed. Right. So who wants to be next?
2: I was just going to jump in, too, and yeah. to say that Katie does a lot of traveling and, uh, and outside performances, too. I mean, you have these trips that you take, too, at least once a year, typically. Once a year, typically. Fundraising, all that stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. Oh, yep. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the
0: second half of your lives, isn't it? Fundraising I mean, yes, for different things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes,
2: it is. So anyway, sorry, uh, Colin.
0: Yeah, uh, Colin Kirkwood,
3: uh, I teach music at the high school. I mostly focus on the choirs, and then I also teach beginning band and beginning stage band, or the beginning jazz band class. Um, for the three choirs, we have um, the top choir, which is Madrigals, which has the hardest audition. Um, and then there, beneath that, you have Bella Voce, which is, again, an audition choir, but not quite so strict about um, the music, the skills that you have be in there and the performance choir has no audition so that is anyone of any musical level uh, all the way from no musical um, experience all the way to hey I've been doing this for a long time I just this is the class that fits into my schedule the best um, and so those choirs are really fun um, we, the earlier choirs that are not auditioned we spend a lot more time focusing on like how to read music mm-hmm. um, and then for, and then for the cop choir we spend a lot of time on like cool uh, you have a solo, like, what do you have to do for your solo? Like, how do you make that more musical or make it more focused or taking those general thoughts of like, cool, what's the idea of the music? Is it sad? Is it happy? Is it about love or whatever? And take those ideas and make that really apparent to the audience.
0: So, and and that, again, I think that that's a facet that a lot of people don't think about, right? They hear a solo, right? but they don't know everything that goes into that back end. Yeah. Because so, it's more than just a musical performance. It's a, There's a part of it that's theatrical, too
3: absolutely yeah um we always especially with choir we have to draw from the lyrics as well the text and right. say what does how does that uh, influence how we sing that part um and then for all the choirs and all the music classes also just focusing on um like personal emotional growth um especially like how to calm yourself down when you're feeling um anxiety which comes up a lot in performance right you have a performance you have a maybe a big solo in that performance how do you calm yourself down so you can do it Especially when backstage five minutes before you've told yourself a million <laughs> times that I can't do this, I can't do this, yeah. I can't do this. Well,
0: and then you go out and there are a thousand people out there. Yeah, you and know? they're all looking at you. It's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> or when at least you it think feels it, that way, right? It feels that way, yeah. right, right, right. Um, Sarah?
4: I'm Sarah Rogers. I'm one of our elementary music teachers. So a lot of people think elementary music, oh, we just sit around and sing songs and play games and They don't really learn anything, but we have our state standards like everybody else, and we work through those standards. My kindergartners can keep a steady beat. They can read basic, basic music. So we start off in transitional kindergarten, our TK, and every TK through fourth grader in Del Norte County Schools has music, either 25 minutes or 30 minutes once a week. And then once they get to fourth grade, we start on recorders for twelve 40 minutes twice a week, and we move on to band in fifth grade for 40 minutes three times a week, and all of our kids put on two performances a year, a winter one and a spring one, and even working through their performance music, they're constantly working on their other skills and stuff. The kids ask, can we play a game? And then afterwards, we talk about, well, what standard did we learn in that game? And they're like, oh, we learned it by playing. So even the little, little guys, we have them reading very basic music, but they are reading it and they're doing it. So they're singing it. They're playing elementary instruments, different drums and boomwhackers and rhythm sticks and stuff.
0: Okay, What is a boomwhacker? (laughs)
4: <laughs> a boomwhacker looks kind of like lightweight PVC pipe of yeah. different colors and different sizes. And they make different sounds. And the kids can tell you the bigger one is a lower one. And the smaller one's the higher one and how to see that on paper and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So, I'm And, and there's a lot
0: of other things that I, I've seen at the elementaries too, right? Well, so for folks who may not know, the, um, the recorders are, are the ones that make kind of a whistle sound. Right. They they show the fingerings. It's it's basic music reading. They kind of do that. But we aren't there some of our elementaries that also have like ukuleles. Some
4: of our some of our programs are using ukuleles in them at different grade levels. Um, I did during covid a unit on violins because we couldn't play the recorders at the time until we found out how to make recorder mask for them to be able to play cuz our kids played through covid if school was open music was open and we kept that beat going
0: yeah well let's be real you guys actually kept music going even when schools were not open right right i mean you you still had kids connect you did some very unique and interesting things um in each of your programs, so I, I we probably don't have time to dig into all that, and that's, you know, it's two years old. I know parents saw it, but I think we talked about Katie's kids being dedicated to dance. You guys were dedicated to making sure that your kids, I'll say, never missed a beat. so <laughs> um, uh, so and I that that elementary program is very broad, right? There's a lot of different things that are involved. Um, But Dan, when they roll up to the high school, what's it look like? Uh,
2: So for the instrumental side, yeah, we have a marching band program and a concert band program that's really the same class. Uh, Marching band is over when it's over, and that's a very subjective timeline, usually around middle November. In fact, we're doing a parade this Friday uh, for the the tree lighting ceremony downtown. So it's not quite over yet, Um, but uh, it goes on. Uh, Let's see. So band this year, we have 80 in the class. So I have 80 students in one von One class. Uh, The room is uh, uh, almost big enough, but we make it work and play a lot of Tetris with instruments and whatnot. Um, But my job assignments changed a lot over the years. Uh, It's really funny. Before uh, Mr. Kirkwood took over for choir, I think I had one class change in 13 years, and that was teaching guitar or not teaching guitar. And now it's been changing ever since COVID, it's changed every year since then. Uh, My current assignment is I teach the advanced jazz band and then two sections of instrument repair and then the marching band slash concert band class, fifth period, uh, guitar class, sixth period, and steel band after school. Um, I have a lot of crossover kids, um, but again, uh, there's a few outside the department that I've never met before taking the repair classes, because it's just a really neat skill set, and it transfers to all the other trades really nicely. And then guitar class, none of them are in my my band classes, so I have a lot of uh, new kids there as well.
0: So, well, the last two you called out are kind of interesting. So, Nobody in guitars in your other music classes.
2: Uh, well, I, I should recount uh, recount that I have two that at at um, at the quarter dropped um uh, a class to join guitar class so at, at the beginning no but then a, now a couple but the majority well, are
0: not but but still i think that that's interesting because it's drawing a different group of kids
2: exactly and yeah. it exposes them too and there's a couple really good guitar players that i would hope they'd entertain the idea of playing in jazz band because we have that role to fill every year
0: yeah no that, so, that's pretty cool and I, mean, I wouldn't know
2: they existed unless they took the class
0: well so how have you offered guitar you said this year your assignment have you offered guitar consecutively for the last couple or is this
2: this is actually the first time guitar has been offered since before covid oh wow and uh it was mostly an elective need there weren't enough electives and i said i'll do this and it (laughs) happened so um yeah that's basically what happened this year
0: and and you you also called out the repair class too Mm -hmm. right so again that was uh the all of the equipment the tools that was a donation by uh, nick and lisa rail yep um it started off i think Somewhere in that room, and then it got moved to a, a C train, and now it actually has its own space. Right. Um, but, and it also went from just a couple of kids to how many now?
2: So during COVID, it was actually nice that we had the AB block uh, where we had three kids at a time, and then another three the, on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and then Tuesday, Thursday. So I never had any more than three people in the shop at any given time. Then we came out of COVID and we had 12 and that was a problem because the space wasn't big enough, but now we can easily accommodate up to 12, 13, 14 and uh, make that work in the space we have now. And how
0: many are in each class now?
2: Uh, There's nine in one and 12 in the other.
0: Yeah. So almost maxed out. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And you've had two already go away to repair school
2: and get jobs. Graduate and have jobs in Tucson, Arizona.
0: Are there two more in right now?
2: Uh, no, no one's in currently. Oh, okay. One student was supposed to, but he broke his wrist oh. the weekend before he was supposed to go. And since, you know, doing instrument repair involves your hands, <laughs> you know, half of the, oh, what you need to cool. learn is not uh, doable. So he uh, he opted uh, to defer a year. So hopefully next year. That's a year. heartbreaker. Yeah, it was. Absolutely.
0: So all four of you, what, what are some things that you're really, really proud of in your programs? What, what are some milestones that you've kind of hit and you've gone, you know what, Th- this has been great?
2: I'll go first. Um, mine is easy this year. Um, coming out of COVID, um, seeing a lot of my colleagues struggling around the state, uh, keeping the retention and the numbers healthy. Um, I, know, I know a lot of my friends who teach jazz band and they had their jazz bands cut this year because of low enrollment. And um, Del Norte County Unified has done the opposite. They've given a lot of that support. And just because a class is low, doesn't mean you take it away. You help foster it to get it back to where it was. Mm -hmm. And um, we have enough jazz band students now to uh, entertain the uh, idea of having two classes, which Mr. Kirkwood teaches the other one. And my band class has not only rebounded in numbers, we're actually one of the highest points in history right now. I think there's been a couple other years where it's been a little higher at the start of a semester, or when the I know when the prison came in, there was an influx of people. I think the band was in the upper 80s. That was way before my time. Um, So just um, having the numbers rebound like that and just having a successful program again after not being able to play inside for a year and a half was just challenging. Um, And I just want to throw out that I'm super proud of the band, that they got their highest scores at comp and we took third place overall at our our more local competition in Grants Pass, and then uh, did extremely well for our scores at the uh, finals too, and they're all excited about it. I say we're doing one more parade, and they're like, okay, let's do this. Sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I have grumblings, so uh, they're all excited about it, so it's all good. Oh,
0: that's great.
4: So something I'm really proud of is district-wide, our TK through eight music program, we have 75% of all TK through eighth grade students in the music program.
0: Wait, say that again, Sarah. Slower, slower.
4: <laughs> District-wide, every, counting every TK through eighth grader, we have 75% of them involved in a music class. Starting in fifth grade, it is optional for them to join or not. At my two sites that I'm currently at, because I'm itinerant, I have 93% at one site and 100% of the students at another site in music. Um, Just looking at fifth grade alone at one of my school sites, 73% of them, which for that school, there's 11 kids. So I have eight out of the 11 in the um, band program. And at my other site, every single kid opted to join the band program. So... Like Dan had said, other sites are, or other districts are looking at declining enrollment in the arts, and ours is flourishing.
0: Yeah, no, that's pretty cool.
4: Well, I mean, it, it,
0: that's what leads to the higher numbers at at the middle and high school levels, right?
4: Our sixth grade at Crescent Elk started at seventy two kids in sixth grade band this year.
0: Wow.
2: And Kristen's room is not big enough.
0: <laughs> no, and, and, that's a, and that's a double room. Yeah, That's I a know. double room that's too small. I know. Small. That's crazy. They're going to have to start practicing on the stage. Even the stage too isn't small big enough. The,
2: the, 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 the hall is big enough to uh, <laughs> the fill hall. the students, but not, not the stage.
0: No. Oh, that's crazy.
3: Uh, I think a big success this year was the, um, we just had regional honor choir. So I took eight students down to San Luis Obispo the weekend um, at the beginning of, uh, of our Thanksgiving break. Right. Um, and that was really exciting. It was a really fun trip. Um, and the students just really got to see what it's like to be a part of a larger choir. So the smallest choir there was like 88 and the largest one was like 112 kids in each choir. Um, which is just much bigger. I mean, our top choir here is like 25, 28. So it's like, you know, for some of them, it's twice or almost four times as big. Um, and so that's just been really exciting for them. They had a really good experience working with pr- like professionals who've been doing this longer than I've been alive. Right. So they're, I was like, yeah, of course, they're doing a really good job because right. like they're just really experienced. So that was really exciting. They got to um, also go hang out with other kids from other school districts and see what it's like. Um, and I heard a lot of those numbers. Yeah. A lot of the schools are having smaller choirs and, and less music happening but it's exciting that it's not really the case here. And I'm really proud that we got eight students to uh, regional and we're hoping to get like three or four to all state this year, I think.
0: Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, and I do have to say, Colin, we, we missed you and your students when Senator McGuire made the big announcement, you know, we were really hoping that they could be there too. I did hear about that. I was like,
3: uh, Wrong timing for me, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, but but what a great opportunity for kids! I know Dan and I have talked about it in the past when kids have gone to all you know to the honor choir, yeah. It's a great experience, it really is. And then when they bring back, they get to talk
3: about that experience to the other students about this is why you should practice right. your music and work hard and do those things and audition. Like, yeah, yeah. it's scary, but like when you need when you, these are opportunities, you get when you push through that,
0: yeah. It's a great sales pitch, yeah, absolutely,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, I would say that I'm I'm super proud of my students in that they have not lost their creativity. Um, they, they missed live performing so much. So our two shows last year were just so amazing. And right. they just like, they were oozing passion on that stage. It was so incredible to watch them perform live again. Um, we haven't had our live show, our winter concerts in January coming up, which I'm sure we're going to talk about next. But. Um, this year we haven't had any shows so uh the ones from last year though were just so amazing so i'm just so happy that my kids are able to still be creative and have the opportunity to perform because that's what it's all about
0: well yeah well and i think you've said it colin it really is about that it's life skills right it's getting over that anxiety but it's also that exploring their passion and that dedication to to being better and being better as a team because you're when 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 your students get up on that stage, like you said, they do pieces, but it's also a group effort, right? Right. So it's a really interesting dynamic, I think, that music and performing arts in general um, bring to kids. Because you know, when I've talked to kids that have been in all of your programs, the word that keeps coming up is family, right? I think every student I've ever talked to, why do you like music? Well, well, it's like my family, and at some point during that conversation, that word keeps popping up
4: i have fifth graders who voluntarily miss out on recess to come into my class and help with the little kids because they said music room is the spot where i can be myself and no one judges me hmm
0: yeah it's a really really interesting thing um So let's talk a little bit about, you You started talking somewhat about performances. You said your next big performance is in January. We know that a lot of people typically expect winter performances um, around the holidays. And I think there's a lot of uh, uh, interest in what that looks like. But talk about when your next big performances are, uh, just so that people have kind of an understanding. And folks can also access the calendar on our DNUSD website. It's there, you can see when all these things happen, but what's going on?
1: Um, well our show, our winter concert is coming up uh, January 13th and 14th at Cress and Elk. It's called a night in Hollywood um, and our winter concert and spring concerts are very different from each other because the winter concert is um, created in sections of dances. Mm-hmm. so it's like themed. So we have a section on it's called Dancing through the Decades, so we have a 70s dance and an 80s dance and then they get to just kind of explore the music and the movement from that era, which is kind of cool yeah. So we have 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s plus basically. And then the second section is seasons. So there's a winter dance, fall dance, spring dance, summer dance. And with music that relates to those topics. Um, And then we're doing a heavy topic, which is the five stages of grief. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of our more serious, kind of intense, intimate uh, section that Dance 3 is doing. Um, And then the whole second half is music from movies. So they get to kind of dress up and act like characters from movies, and uh, the finale is Uptown Funk, which is like it's going to be all the seniors get to be their own movie star, and it's it's very funky. <laughs> it's a pretty fun finale, though, um, but the show's going to be awesome, and it's coming up in January.
0: That's great. And tickets?
1: Uh, pre-sale tickets are available at Delner Office Supply. Uh, otherwise, they're available at the door.
0: Great. Thank you, Katie.
1: Yep.
3: Uh, Our next major event for choir is the Magical Dinner, Mm -hmm. which is next weekend, uh, Friday, December 9th, and Saturday, December 10th both at 6 p.m. at the Cultural Center. Um, if you don't know what Magical Dinner is, it's um, it's a really, really fun event. Uh, so the students put on a, a really um, long and awesome concert um, that has some stuff that is there every year and then some stuff that changes each year. Um, and then the audience members, so the the Magical class, they're the, the lords and ladies of the manor. Uh, our Bella Voce in performance choir, they're the servants. Um, and then our audience members, they're just the peasants. <laughs> um, and the peasants get to come and watch the lords and ladies uh, do music for them and then we, we feed the audience
0: oh that's cool and again
3: tickets tickets are also on sale at Donor Office Supply they're $30 um, and there are, will not be tickets at the door because we're feeding you so we gotta you know you know in advance how much
0: we're feeding yeah yeah no that's cool and what's for dinner
3: um, okay for dinner uh, the pork is a um, pine nut stuffed pork loin uh, for chicken I think it's just quarter for chicken i believe and then um for uh, the vegetarian option it is a butternut squash risotto oh so it's a good uh, menu it's gonna be really disgusting no one should show up Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then how's it looking so far how are ticket sales so far uh,
3: we I just put it on last friday so oh, okay. I, um, I haven't really pushed it out yet i'm trying to let students uh buy tickets for their families and stuff
0: first but all um, right so so this This is flying Friday afternoon, this this podcast. Okay. so, the, so definitely so, go get your tickets now. That's right. okay. Yeah. Uh,
4: starting next week, I have one of my school, my smaller school is having their TK through band performance in one evening. And then my larger school that I have in town, my first year, we tried to do it as whole school concert. And the fire marshal had a conversation with me afterwards (laughs) about the appropriate number of people in the room and how if I was going to have that many, I needed to put some sort of cameras with TVs outside for the people who could not make it into the building because we packed the house. So we have a kindergarten through second grade performance next week and then the week after after that we have third grade fourth grade and fifth grade band performing
0: so and i think that's going to be the same at a lot of the elementary schools right yeah and so i would just encourage folks to check out the school's website or the school's facebook page for um some more detail and again you can go to DNUSD um on our calendar and we'll we'll have that information for you too
4: and i just want to remind all parents that with elementary school performances There is no required uniform. Your kids do not have to go to, have you go to Walmart or Fred Meyers or Amazon and buy them a new outfit. (laughs) We will take them in their cute little school clothes and be happy to see them.
0: And there are no tickets for sale for those. No tickets. That's right.
4: Um, We're not going to turn down a donation, but there is nothing required to come watch the Sweet Elementary kids.
0: Great. And Dan?
2: Gosh, we just finished the uh, hectic uh, time of year. Marching band's over, so it's all calm right now. Next big performance uh, for bands is, I believe, January January 7th. 11th. 11th, thank you. 11th. And that's kind of our mega concert. All the choirs, all the bands, um, everyone will be involved. And I promise it won't go over two hours.
3: I will make sure Dan doesn't talk that much because
2: <laughs> it honestly could. I think the jazz band, uh, jazz bands, could play for three hours on their own. Well, um, and
0: so I have to, so that that gym is completely packed.
2: It will be this time, yeah, especially well, with uh, uh, the amount of students that will be performing. It's going to be about a hundred and twenty-ish students. Maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, yeah hundred and thirty. Hundred thirty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then if you if everyone brings three people yeah it's gonna it, be full it's
0: gonna be full
2: i can't remember what the capacity is in that gym but it's it's always uh
0: you don't want to talk to the fire marshal
2: no 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 we're and, yeah, and we not listening
0: and when's the and when's the last time that you were able to do that pull that off
2: uh a gym concert yeah uh, we did at the end of last school year was, or, or uh
3: we, we, we did this similar thing uh in january last I, year i think we were able to do yeah but it wasn't as this. big though uh well no now
2: my yeah. band was like In the upper 40s.
0: 40s.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, so very much smaller. I think we're going to have to have both sides of the bleachers down for this one, which is normally we only have one, um, and we face the audience. This time we'll have to be sideways to them. You know, a uh, performing arts center will help with
0: that. Yeah, well, we didn't even get to the performing arts center, but... um, we can talk a little bit about that a little bit later. Like we said earlier, um, Senator McGuire was in town just before Thanksgiving. The state has pledged two and a half million dollars to get that off the ground. Um, of course, Nick and Lisa Rail um, have pledged two, and and they're actually spearheading uh, the entire construction piece and fundraising for that. And. Um, uh, if you want more information on how you can donate or how you can get involved, you can go to ppa del norte.org um, and find all kinds of stuff and be able to contact uh, Nick, Lisa, and and even donate if you'd like to. Uh, it's it's going to be quite the thing if we when I shouldn't say if we pull it off when when it's pulled when. off when when opening mid twenty twenty eight. So that's that's the goal.
4: So. Our fifth grade band kids are looking forward to it because I was showing it to my students and telling them, this is going to open when you're in high school. And they're like, well, if we're in band, can we be part of it? And I said, yeah.
2: Mandatory. Any, (laughs) Any of our
4: performing arts things. So it gave an opportunity to start talking about the dance classes, the choir, these different classes you can be a part of so you can be in that building.
1: Yeah.
0: No, that's going to be amazing. So, well, I'd like to thank the four of you for giving up a chunk of your afternoon to come in and talk. Again, I think our community loves the arts. Our community is engaged in the arts. And this is going to be um, another way for them to know a little bit more about everything that you do. Um, And... Again, they can they can check out school websites. They can they can check out Facebook pages, and I'm sure that they can get a hold of you through your district email um, or through contacting your school if they have any other questions or if they're interested in contributing to your programs.
4: I so, would just like to thank the district for supporting the arts, and like Dan said, even if classes got small, you guys kept the classes open, and you've been helping us to be able to add staff so we can service all the kids.
0: Yeah, we and there's always more that can be done. Absolutely. So, well again, thank you all. I appreciate it. And have a great rest of your week. And you know, winter break is coming, so <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
4: Thanks. Thanks. Thank Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.